Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to the Cap Show. You can catch us live every Sunday at 4 p.m. Eastern on Brime uh, at brime.tv forward slash the Cap Show. We are also on other social platforms such as Spotify, Red Circle, Rumble, and Twitter, all at the Cap Show. I'm Brent. And I'm Jeremy. Thanks for joining us today. Today we're going to talk yeah. about war. That ugly three-letter word that uh, seems to be going around um, on everybody's lips lately. And rightfully so. I mean, there's there's a lot of fear. There's a lot of unknown. There's a lot of, uh, a lot of different things going on. So we're going to talk about that today. We're going to discuss our opinions and our ideals, and we're going to look at um, different statements that are being made and different uh, things that are unfolding. Um, <clears throat> so one of the first things I want to start off with is um, I want to talk about NATO. I keep hearing a lot of people ask about NATO. Um, a lot of people don't understand what it is. I even saw a tweet today where someone said uh, the entire the entire um, assembly of NATO uh, initially was to help fend off the Soviet Union. Um, but when they collapsed back in the 1990s, why did we keep NATO? I think it's a good question, but I think yeah. I have an answer for that question. Oh, you ever wondered that? Right? Yeah. Yes. Well, I see why they kept it. But well, they kept it to ensure the the safety and sovereignty of the European um region of all of yeah, Europe. Yeah. Right? Um and also it allowed it allows the US and its allies, parts of NATO to be able to be more strategically placed throughout the world, right? Whether that be other places in, in Europe, uh, other locations like other countries of Europe, um, or even North America or Asia. I mean, that all kinds of kind of rolls into it because we can say, hey, they're an allied partner of ours, so we're going to have them with us. For instance, here in Colorado, where I live, Colorado Springs, where I live, is home of North American Air Defense. It is not unusual for me to see um, NATO military members here on the bases. Oh. And living in the communities. I mean, it's... Fair enough. I, you can always tell when uh, a, a different nation has has the helm, has the command helm for the for a time, because... Flags on Peterson Space Force Base used to be Air Force Base. Um, they change to whoever's in command. So you always have the main nation that's in command in the center flagpole, and on either side, you'll have either the U.S. flag because because we're on U.S. soil, um, and generally the co-commander, um, which is generally a Canadian flag. Um, so those kind of alternate. Um, but I've seen a lot of those jump into, uh, I've seen where a lot of times the Canadian flag is the center center post. And then they'll have the third flag is a Colorado flag because we're in the state of Colorado. Hmm. 
So interesting. But NATO, NATO, um, NATO has a big, big role to play um, in everything. But what concerns me more about what NATO is doing now is generally NATO is is concerned with trying to protect its own entities and, and countries, right? There are 30 members of uh, <clears throat> of the NATO alliance from North America and Europe. Um, and what the hell is going on? Sorry, I'm, I'm here and stomping through the house. My apologies. Um, <laughs> so, live show, guys. <laughs> Excuse me. So... Um, so we have these these nations that are there to to kind of work as one force and 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 help help protect one another, you know, because individually these these smaller nations can be can be overwhelmed pretty quickly. But if you've got friends and allies, right, it's like it's like being the nerd in school, right? If you're the nerd in school, you're probably the little guy and you're probably the tiny dude that gets picked on. You're the smart one, but you get picked on a lot. Um and how do you defend yourself? Well, you 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 try to make friends with the biggest and baddest motherfucker on the corner. That's how you do it, you know. Or the craziest, generally not the craziest though, because they're 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 crazy, uh, <laughs> unpredictable, very unpredictable. Very. Um, but well, what concerns? So so the, so that's that's what NATO does, and that's who they are. They're concerned with uh, maintaining that peace and maintaining that. I've seen some questions say, well, how come they haven't set up a no-fly zone? Well, the Ukraine is not part of NATO. And if you go back and you look at the, there's publicly available uh, information out there um, where you can actually see flights and airplanes and tail numbers and see what kind of missions are being flown by NATO. Um, there's a lot of missions being flown to see what's happening uh, and they're watching. So they've got, they've got the uh, European AWACS that's up there. Um, as a matter of fact, I've got a, I've got a video I can show you guys. Uh, it's from the BBC, uh, BBC news. It came out uh, two days ago where they're actually on board a NATO AWACS. Um. And they kind of explain a little bit more in a little bit more depth as to what is going on and what their mission is. So let me pull this up here. And this is what's known as NATO. You guys hear that? In the sky. And up there you can see yep. a radar dome because it's a surveillance plane. Now we're told operations from this base in Western Germany really intensified since the Russian invasion. This flight's about to take off and we're going to be on it. So we're on board a Boeing 707 and it's not exactly a passenger plane. For one thing, there are hardly any windows. It is in fact a flying office and as you can see, a pretty extraordinary one. Yeah, they haven't set up a sensor here. Uh, we are in uh, Polish airspace and we are located roundabout at the uh, Belarusian and uh, Ukrainian border.
I am Staff Sergeant Vaubier. I'm the radar technician, and I'm in charge of the radar. We use it to scan the air. Right here, we've got the surveillance uh, team who is responsible for, for producing recognized air picture. Uh, with our radar, we're able to uh, see pretty far out. And then whatever we do see, we report that. That's very important. They won't fly over the Ukraine. It's not a member of the alliance. Um, that's very important. Now, if things start escalating, and uh, they might, that will change. In a, in a hurry. Yeah, real quick, in a hurry. But a challenge of this mission is that suddenly it is in your own backyard. If it is somewhere else, you don't feel as anxious as we are doing now. But knowing this is, is Europe, it gives you a little bit of an extra tension in there. We've been in the air about five hours now, and we're in Polish airspace, sort of doing a figure of eight. But we've been told we're going to be in the air an extra two hours. Seems they want to keep going, keep collecting information. We definitely detected a large number of uh, Russian or Belarusian uh, aircraft that marshaled in uh, Belarus and then ingressed into Ukraine for probably about 20 minutes and then egress back to the north. So we were able to see that occurring in real time and report it off. NATO sometimes accused in this situation of just watching on. Does it feel like that's what you're doing? I don't think so. Uh, again, our role is to protect NATO territory and ensure the sovereignty of NATO airspace. That's very important what he just said. That yes. is what I'm trying to clue in on and key in on, and that some folks are not understanding, and and not necessarily not understanding, just not agreeing with, in most cases. Right? So, it, it, it's important that we... So, we have to be very careful. We as in NATO. Um, we as in the U.S., uh, we, as in North America, Canada included, you know, we all have to be very careful with this because there's there's several things that can happen here. One, if we cross a line that could be seen as interference, um, which I'm seeing tweets that that line might be getting crossed, um, <clears throat> and that concerns me. Um, it, it, if that starts happening. Um, that could that could provoke Putin to do worse things. Um, he has threatened launching nuclear missiles already at Europe. Um, I know that we can protect Europe to a certain level. And that's all I'll say about that. Um, but if that happens. If if something is launched at Europe um, and NATO in general from the the Russian um, Minister of Defense or Ministry of Defense or whatever they're called, um, retaliation is probably something that will happen. To what level? I don't know. I'm not clued into that. I don't I don't have a clue as to what 
the actual retaliation would be. I just know that something would happen. <clears throat> I, I'm concerned um, that it's going to get worse before it gets better. Um, and it will. It absolutely will. So before the show, every before every show, um, Brent and I always get together and we talk about things and we talk about what we're going to, you know, the topics and we go over certain things today. One of the things that Brent brought up, I think is a very important thing when he's talking about, he was talking about the sanction. Brent, I want you, if you can, go ahead and share with everyone what you were saying about the sanctions oh, and, and its effects. From, from, from the, from the get go, when, when this all kicked off and the first thing they started was with sanctions. My first thought turned to the oil straight out. The, the problem being I'm not in government. So I don't know what their theories, anything, right? The problem is with the sanctions that they're putting on, the only thing they're doing is they're actually hurting the people of Russia even more. Not necessarily the Kremlin. The reason I say that is with, I be, I'll have to look, so I might need clarification, but it, I think it's 600, is it $600 million a month he does with, uh, with the energy uh, to Germany, or is it Germany, Poland? Mm. If, if you really want to hit them, and I mean hit them hard, there are two countries that need to stand up which frankly right now and this is why I say this they're not doing it Canada and the US if you want to sanction them stop bringing in their oil full stop period the problem with that is is they can't why because both of us rely on it because both of our governments have decided to annex and basically say fuck you to our energy independence here by Stopping the uh, Keystone XL on the U.S. side. Not only that, internally, our own government and province to our east stopped us even with ours internally getting it out there to help them get off foreign oil. And, that, and that's the thing. Why not be energy independent? Well, the argument... Uh, I'm in Canada. Sorry to clarify. Um, I'm just looking at the Brian chat here. Uh, I'm in Canada. Um, he, you know, there's got to be a good reason. And I don't see it. The best thing to do if you want to stop Putin from getting money is stop taking oil. Yeah. All you're doing is you're not hitting him when you're sanctioning all these dignitaries that they are you're hurting them and their families right yeah yes, you're, you're hurting food. you're hurting the people of russia you're not necessarily hurting yeah. the government the kremlin as you as you said exactly right you're, you're just not stop taking the oil to me yeah, and, we, and we've got in, within the brime community we have we have a large portion of people well a lot we have a lot of people that are are, are russian in our community and one of the things that we have been able to keep tabs on 
is what's going on through them. Now, there have been there have been rumors and there have been there has been talk of uh, the Russian government actually cutting off the Internet. And that if that happens and we lose all of our contact with our, our Russian brethren. That's bad. That's going to be very bad. And, and it was somebody who spoke out today and said that if that is coming, there's something big happening. Um, I did see just before we went live, uh, Netflix has suspended its service in Russia. Um, there's been many others that have suspended uh, actions. I heard yesterday, I think it was, that uh, Microsoft has officially pulled out of Russia. Um, so there's no support for them anymore. So all this leads up to something I mentioned uh, at the beginning of the show was uh, a tweet that I saw that kind of concerns me when it comes to NATO. And let me share this with you so you guys can see. So a U.S. Senator, uh, Blinken, and yes, that's his real name, has apparently said that the U.S. has given the green light to NATO to provide the Ukraine with fighter jets. This is... Uh, that's not... <laughs> that, um, that, that is borderline. I, well, no, it's not. That... Mm, even... And this is what I have a hard time with. Right? How far? How far is it before it's classified as foreign interference? Especially when they're not part of, yeah, a certain agreement. Exactly. They are they not? I mean, to me, that sounds like they're even Canada sending over the guns, right? Yeah, I understand. We want to help them, and and they need all the help they can get. But at the same time, that is classified to me as foreign interference. Yeah, I agree. Even though I we agree. Have I, I, with them, but it's yeah, a slippery slope. It is. It is absolutely slippery slope. And as you can see here, the some of the thread, you know, people people feel the same way. Major escalation, you know, and then uh, we're seeing pictures like this. You know, five hundred kilogram Russian bomb. That's a big fucking bomb. That you know? is. That's huge. As massive. Um, <clears throat> I. So I'm kind of torn, right? I, I, I'm torn because um, I feel. As a human being, I feel for these people. I feel for everyone. Um, that this is affecting. Doesn't yeah. matter what nationality you are it doesn't matter what color your skin is what your ethnic background is this is affecting people all over the planet not just in that area that area really bad don't get me wrong i'm not trying to say it's not i'm not trying to say that it's affecting everyone equally i mean brent and i have the opportunity to continue to do our show whereas yep. These guys are watching their economies collapse. They're getting arrested for having information on their cell phones. They're getting, I mean, it, it, it's it. They're they're losing access to everything. 
you know, what their their currency is going completely uh, to nothing. I mean, we're a, a virtual currency in a video game is worth more. You know, yeah. that's how pathetic it is getting, you know, and I as much as I think we would like for, you know, the, the Kremlin to be punished and, and try to get them to, to stop doing what they're doing. I think that the Russian people are being affected more than the Kremlin is. And yeah, I think that's wrong. I think that's really wrong. You know, I, I, I am, a. I am all for kicking with somebody in the fucking teeth that they need to be kicked in the teeth. But, you know, sometimes. Yep. Is it really the right person that's getting kicked in the teeth? Or is it being deflected and harming people that we're not intending to harm? You know, I mean. I know people all across the United States right now that we have. We have our brothers and sisters and we have our sons and daughters and aunts and uncles. We've got all those people that are in the U.S. military that, um, and, and those guys, those people, they're terrified of what's going to happen. They've, you know, I mean, I get it. I get it. You know, you join the military looking for stability, but there's always that opportunity or that chance, not opportunity, but that chance that um, it could all go to hell. And guess what? You signed that dotted line for a reason. Yeah. Um, I, I just, I, I feel for them. Um, at the same time, I don't. Now, what, what, is, what does this aircraft thing mean? I don't know yet. It remains to be seen. Um, I, I hope that, I hope that it's a indicator of, you know, uh, Putin steps back and says, oh shit, maybe we need to, maybe we need to rethink this. That's best case scenario in my opinion. Yeah. Worst case scenario is what happens when you corner an attacking dog? What, what happens when you corner a vicious animal of any kind? They will strike back. They strike back and they generally are very erratic about it. They, there's no, there's no rhyme or reason for doing what they do. And they just, yeah. And see, that's how you can kind of look at that. And then the response, of course, of always the attacker is, well, why did he snap? Because you pushed exactly. him into a fucking corner. Yep. Many right? years ago when I was training in um, Kung Fu, um, we had this. We had this student who um, who was learning our. He was learning kung fu with us. Uh, he had already studied in taekwondo for many years, so he had his black belt in taekwondo. Very talented kid. He was looking to broaden his horizons, uh, which I appreciate. Any martial artist that does that, uh, that's a extra check mark in my book. And um, we had him training with a new student who was doing a uh, who was doing uh, what's called hungar, which is a southern Chinese um, kung fu system. Focuses a lot on handwork and, and very strong hand technique. Well, we had them kind of spar up a little bit to kind of 
see what differences are. Well, this 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 kid, they're both kids, but this this one kid who never really done anything for very much, um, came in and he was using what's called a smother tiger claw technique where he's doing this. Um, and he did that and he backed up the other kid, the Taekwondo kid, into the corner. And with all the discipline, all the training that he had, it freaked him out. And he just started lashing out randomly at everything, if with everything that he knew. I mean, he hit the he hit the kid. Thankfully, the kid was a really big dude and could take the hit, but he hit him, and that's when I had to step in and stop it. Right? Because he got back to in the corner, he freaked out, he didn't know what to do. I'm afraid that if we push too hard, that's what's going to happen here. And he's got his finger on the button to be able to eliminate humanity on this planet. Yeah. That's what scares me. So I got a question. I was under the assumption that um, right now with the internet, everybody was blocking anything coming out of Russia. Um, not, not everything is being blocked. Okay. Uh, cause T A S S dot com. I've never heard of them before, but they are, it looks like they're a Russian news agency. So okay. I was just curious about that. I um, am not familiar with that one. No, neither am I. That's why I was just wondering. Cause I, you know, little suspicious. Yeah. I know that, um, I was, I was, um, hanging out on Brime earlier and there were two Russian streamers that were streaming, um, which I hadn't seen neither one of those streaming since this all began. So that was kind of, uh, refreshing to see them streaming. Um, yeah, but it is kind of, I think it's middle of the night over there for them. So they're probably most of that that um, that area is asleep. I think so. Um, yeah. So, how far do you think this is going to go? Which, I guess the the question is, was which side is going to break first? Do you think they're going to push him so far? that he's going to do something or do you think NATO is going to push too hard and overstep, which in my eyes, like I said before, I think they've already done that by supplying them with weapons. Not, and, and I have nothing against it. I agree with it. They need their help, but goes back to, do they break that by doing that? To, to me, and that's that's the way I would look at it, right? Because look at what happened in Canada with the convoy. They yeah. preached it on foreign interference financially. And less than 48 hours later, they're doing the exact same thing with a different country. You know, it, that's why I have an issue with it. Yeah, I, I, yep. Um, 
Hey, you can read that if you want, Brent. Go ahead and read that out loud. Uh, okay. So um, in our live chat, we have somebody that said, I feel like it will be NATO and U.S. intelligence. We're the USA. I'm sure we have some kind of secret knowledge, intel. If someone gets bad or if <clears throat> if something gets bad, we will act before Putin can. Uh, yes and no. To, to a certain extent. Um, okay. But I say that from a, from a civilian side. Okay. Um, I've seen some some very strange things. I've been in some very strange places on the internet. Um, I've seen some dark things that suggest, yeah, you are correct. They do. But like I say, to a certain extent, the question is, can they use it? Right? Because with some of the defenses that they have, in order to use them, they need to have great justification first. Because there's extreme ramifications, if not. Right. Well, that's why I said earlier that <clears throat> if um, things were to get launched at Europe, I mean, we we are kind of covered, if you will, but not not impenetrable. What I was trying to say, it's... But, I mean, uh, so the title of the show today is War Coming. Um, well, uh, there's no simple answer for that. There's no yes, there's no, there's not, it's not a yes and it's not a no. Um, Possibly. It's a possibility. It always is a possibility at any given moment in time. Um. Any time of the day, any day of the week, any month of the any uh, any 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 second of the day, you know, you, you never know. Yeah. Um, all I can do, all I can say is, is um, we prepare for the worst and hope for the best. Yes, uh, and that goes for any nation that uh, is concerned and citizen. Yeah. Absolutely. Citizens, too. Don't don't think this is just a government level thing. This is not just a government level issue. This is a uh, this goes all the way down to every man, woman and child in the face of this planet. That if that motherfucker goes crazy. Um, <clears throat> uh, yeah. <laughs> you know what? Can, can, can we just go back? Sorry, I just wanted to go back yes. to the. To the um, his comment about he feels like it will be NATO in the U.S. intelligence. Uh, I want to speak just a small amount to that. Sure. Um, I'm not going to disagree with that. For the simple fact that it appears that NATO is always looking towards the Western countries to see what they want to do. And kind of everybody follows suit. I think the guy you have in uh, charge right now, uh, and I can't say the words, <clears throat> um, just because okay. to me that that position has been desecrated, but that's been just tainted. my opinion. Yeah, painted for a bit, for a bit. Um, he doesn't know what he's talking about at the time. First off, something's going to be said, something's going to be done. Now, whether it's something that the U.S. or Canada even says to provoke another. 
uh, kind of response from another ally. So that, of course, there's plausible deniability on somebody's account of what happened. Um, but I don't think you're wrong when you say it's going to be, but I think you would, should lump Canada in with that because there's more at play than what anybody sees. The problem yeah. is we don't know what it is yeah. and we never will. Barring well, some fucking miracle, which could happen. Right. I mean, it, and the reason I say that is everything's a secret. Yeah. Secrets are everywhere. Right. Look how long people have wanted the secrets of area 51. Or who shot JFK? Or who shot JFK? There's so many of them. And nobody has the answers to them. What happened in Roswell? What's that? What happened in Roswell? Well, you know, that, you that know? weather balloon. I mean, it just... Yeah. Fucking scientists, man. They should develop better stuff. Yeah, you know, and it, it, it is interesting that... Um, you know, you, you brought up Area yeah. 51 and, and well, Roswell, kind of, right? I was that? hoping, <laughs> you know, I'm just saying, dude, there's a lot at play. There is. Right? Because look at, look at where we're all looking. But did anybody look at the, what was it, 95 pages of documents from Pfizer? Oh, I did. They're redacted like a son of a bitch. Well, this is what I'm saying. And, you know, I, I'm, I'm going to sound like a conspiracy theorist here, okay? Give me two seconds. Because for decades and decades, we've been pumped, you know. And I'm not excusing anything that's ever been done, right? But everything in the media has always been, these people are negative. These people are negative. These guys are a threat. These guys are a threat. But what they're showing to everybody else is all propaganda. What we see out of these countries are all propaganda. Why is one okay and not the other? Why is everything that we look at our news, even though we've known over the last two years now that the, the media outlets, both Canada, U.S., across the world, have lied to their citizens? Well, not just two years. I'd say the last oh. six to eight years or oh, more. Yeah, exactly. So why are we taking what's going on right now at face value without questioning it? And why exactly. is there so much pushback? And I'm sure at some point somebody's going to see this and we're going to probably get this censored, but fuck it, whatever. But why is there so much pushback against somebody questioning the mainstream media? For the simple fact that if it was full truth, it wouldn't be censored because the truth doesn't mind being questioned. That's a fact. That is a fact. You know, I, I, I live by those words that I will speak what I know to be true. Yep. And if it's questioned, okay, it's questioned. Let's, let's talk. Change my mind. As Steven Crowder says, you know, right. <clears throat> I'm open for well, discussion. The thing is, is when, when you're having a discussion with somebody and I come across this quite often, right? So when you, when you when you present them with a fact, okay, a, a straight out fact that cannot be denied, there will always be a question. Yeah, 
Well, why? Because now you're forced to explain it again. And they come back to the same question. Because there is no proof that they are correct. It's a circle of questions, right? Yeah. It's deniability, deniability. Well, and that's, and that's the basis of science, right? The basis of yes. science is ask why or yep. what. Um, question everything. And then when you start questioning things now, like, you know, like the, the COVID-19 stuff, everybody's like, well, you should just trust the science. Uh, as a scientist, engineer, still a scientist, the way I see it is my job is to question everything. And I do yep. question everything. It's like, why? Why is this like this? Or why? Why is this such a big deal? Or why is this narrative being pushed? There's something else going on. There's something else underlying. It's like, yeah. why is Russia invading Ukraine? Okay. I mean, there's there's plenty of, uh, we're not even going to go into that. There's, there's a plenty of other explanations out there on the internet. You guys can go and check that out. And I highly recommend you do. Um, and don't look at it from one side. Don't look at just CNN or just Fox News or Newsmax or whatever the fuck you're looking at. Look at everything. Draw your own conclusions. Understand it from multiple views to get the right conclusion. I mean, it, it's like a, it's like an argument. You know, yeah. Um, there's three sides to every story. His, hers, the truth. Plain and simple, right? And not, not all three of those are different. Generally, yep. So, um, <clears throat> when when you when you start questioning things, you start asking these questions. You ask them, say, "Okay, why does this make sense, or why does this not make sense?" If I ask a question of, "Okay, why is it so important that I go get an untested um, shot put into my body?" Why? Well, because you're trying to protect the community. Okay, why? Well. Because we're trying to protect community. Okay. Why? <laughs> what are you trying to protect them from? Are you trying to protect them from something that is going to kill them? Well, yes. Okay. The data would suggest otherwise. Right? So I've had this discussion, had this argument, but we're, I, I, I'm getting off topic here, but my point is... You need to go out and you need to look at everything and ask the questions, why? Why is, why is Putin doing this? Um, there has to be an underlying answer there. And there is. The answer is there. You just got to go find it. Um, me personally. But you might not like it, though. You, might, you may not like it. And that's, that's the shitty part. You may not like what you see. But remember, it's okay to be offended. Because you don't agree with it, and it might offend you, that's fine. Doesn't mean that what offends you isn't true. Yeah. So, but yeah, I, no. One, one, of the, one of the things that we are that we hear um, that Brent and I try to do is we try to just talk about these things and we get the discussion going. We're not going to go through and we're not going to fact check everything for you. We're not going to show you all the resources for everything. We want to get the mind going. We want you to think about these things. We want you to consider um, different viewpoints, right? Um, 
I I watch regularly. I watch more uh, conservative, libertarian style uh, stuff uh, because that's more my viewpoint. Um, plus, I look at a lot of military shit because, well, I'm a I'm a veteran. I'm a military guy. That's what I that's what I've known for the past. Oh, I don't know, 30, 40 years, 30 years, at least 30 years. I'm not that old yet. I'm getting there, but I'm not there yet. <laughs> a couple more. A couple, a couple more. more. But um, we want to we, we want to spark the conversation and, and we're here to talk. You know, yeah. that, we may not make my rhyme or reason about half the shit we talk about. And sometimes in oh. it and you it. People in the chat or people watching this or listening to this um, are probably going, well, these guys are fucking idiots. Probably. Okay, we're not going to argue that. No. We both think we're fucking idiots. Uh, probably more so than most people. <laughs> yeah, probably. But, but we, like to, we like to just talk and, and uh, get, the, get the ideas going and you know, just kind of yeah. shoot the shit about random things. And right now in the world, we've got, we've got a war brewing. And, and I will tell you back to my topic, my sub and, and back to where I was going with this. If, if, if you're not worried, um, you should be, everyone should be. Yes. And everyone should be trying. I don't care where you are. I don't care who you are. Everyone should be trying to figure out how can I help? Um, start looking around, start talking to people. Start, uh, start, start digging, start researching and not necessarily internet. Go to your library, start going through books, look at history. Um, if you don't want to do that, fine, don't, but don't come bitching to me because, well, why couldn't you guys do something? You guys being the U S military or the Canadian military or whatever, or NATO or whatever. Fuck. Uh, well, how come you couldn't do something? I'm just one person. Yeah. It only takes one person to stand up. Yep. Only one. Um, I I just want to listen. I don't typically point out shit on Twitter and stuff. But something that makes me. Um, appreciate the man just a little bit more than I already did. I'll, I'll share this because I'm sure sure you've seen this. I'll just read this right here. Elon Musk, can you blow that up a little bit? Uh, well, how the hell are we actually, doing no, that? I'll do it. Oh, actually, here. I did it on my oh, end. You got it? Okay. I forgot that <laughs> I have the window in a very small window. <laughs> um, Starlink has been told by some governments, not the Ukraine, to block Russian news sources. We will not do so unless at gunpoint. This right here. This. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah. I, free speech is free speech. Regardless whether it's propaganda or not. So you know what gives this more merit and more, more oomph, if you will? For people that don't know, Elon Musk is South African. Yep. Not from the United States. He's from South Africa. Yeah, I just thought uh, 
I thought I thought you guys should see that because to me that's uh yeah, no, that a fucking fact. hats off to him. That is a fact. Yeah. No, I yeah, like I say, I just wanted to point that out because that is one when I seen that tweet, I went, he gets it. Yeah, no, he, he does. He, he he gets it. He does. Um, you know, I've I've I know that there are some folks out there that will disagree and they will say yep. that oh Elon Musk is a he's a shit person, he's he's an asshole, he's he's a businessman and he's an entrepreneur and he is at the forefront, the forefront of space. I don't give a shit what anybody says. Space and technology, he is at the forefront of it. Yep. Um, I think if he starts, if he starts tweeting out in one direction or the other, I think that is where you're going to see the truth come out. Yep. Right. Do I agree with everything he has said and done? No. No, I don't. You know, just like every president that I've ever served under. I've not agreed with everything they've said and done. No, I, and I don't think anybody should. No. Well, I'm going to vote for this guy because he is got a D next to his name or he's got an R or he's got an I or he's got an well, L. How my no. family has always done it. It's, you know, and then at the same time, you know, I see people, well, I'm not voting for that guy because I'm voting for this other guy because he's the lesser of two evils. Mm, Lesser of two evils is still an evil. Yeah. Just, Just putting that out there. But that's how some people have to justify their choices. Yep. Right, because they don't have a, a legitimate justification for it. Yeah, that's it's it's kind of sad. But you know, it, I, I got to share this. This is funny. Um, you guys are gonna like this. This this goes along the lines of what you were talking about earlier with the uh, with the independence. Yep, I'm helping. Okay. No, you're not, but okay. Ah, <laughs> uh, that is a beautiful picture. Yeah, I've seen I've seen others where it's like, um Yeah, we're not supporting you. We're not gonna support you, but it shows, you know, uh the president, the US president pumping gas and it shows Putin behind the uh the gas uh the gas pump with a basket collecting all the money that's coming out of it. Yeah. Well, it's true. It, it's, it's true. Right. Yeah. That's where his money is coming from. It is. It's sad. Um, my heart goes, like I said earlier, my heart goes out to the people yes. around the world. My heart goes out to the people in, um, in the Ukraine in Russia that are being affected by all this. And the surrounding um, as well. Yep. Uh, because they're they're all suffering, man. I mean, you know, whether it's directly or indirectly. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. 
So with that, I mean, uh, we're gonna we're gonna start wrapping it up here. So yeah. you can catch us on Twitter. Um, we're out there at the the Cap Show on Twitter. You can uh, hit us up. You can follow us. You uh, we don't really we don't really um, post a lot right now. We're we're trying to get more active on social media with that um, as Definitely. we start progressing. Uh, you can you can shoot us an email um, at the Cap Show the Cap Show at gmail dot com. Uh, you can always stop in there, and um, we have a link for the Discord. I have not put a link for okay. the Discord. No, nope, um, that's fine. Um, I can absolutely can I? do that if you give me one second. Sure. Um, because there's a there's a section in there where you guys can leave feedback or uh, questions or topics you guys want us to to speak on. Um, we'll give you our opinions from our sides again. Jeremy's in the U.S. Uh, I'm in Canada. Um, believe it or not, we've actually never met in real life or in person to person, I should say. In real life, fuck, I hate that term. I don't know why I use it, but in person to person, we haven't. Um, but we've created quite the friendship. Um, There's a Discord know, invite. Last, what, four or five. You can years? also do a search for the Cap Show. Yes. Uh, Twitter, Rumble, Red Circle as well, um, and Spotify. And I believe YouTube. Do we yes. have, we do have YouTube. We are right? on YouTube. Right. Um, I haven't, uh, I, I haven't really built that yet. I've just started uh, updating yeah, stuff. No. So if you want to search for this, uh, you can search for the cap show on discord. I guess I should finish writing that out so you guys can see it. There you go. So the cap show on discord, you could jump in there. You can chat with us. Brett and I hang out. Uh, we're in multiple channels, but, uh, you can always drop in there. We yep, tend to, I've been posting some stuff in, in the discord, uh, for people to look at, uh, but please feel free to join us and chat with us. Um, but yeah, you'll catch us on Brime, Brime.tv slash Decap Show. We are here live every Sunday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time. Um and yeah. Brent has this this uh spiel that he gives at the end of every show. And uh my friend we is off want, to you. We just want you to expand your mind. Look outside of the box that we've all been given. Everybody and this, you know, we're all we're all the different. Where we have to come together, and here's what Jeremy talks about is follow the three R's. Most people do two out of the three. About 90% of people are missing the third one. That is receive, reflect, respond. Most people love to receive and respond and not reflect. Reflect. You might not like what you reflect on but it'll help you think a little bit more killer. Um, yeah. I wish everybody the best of days uh, and all the best to you guys out there. What else we got? That's about it. That's about it. I Thank think. you everybody for hanging out yes. with us today. Uh, and we'll see you all next new. week. Yeah. Hit us up on Twitter. Have a good day. Have a good Have week. A wonderful evening. Bye-bye here. <laughs>